The following is a presentation of Main Street Preps, your source for high school sports in Middle Tennessee. This is the Connection Sports Podcast, covering high school sports in Robertson County. Here's your host, Joel Klinger. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Connection Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Klinger. I'm a sports reporter for the Connection, along with Main Street Preps. I'm here to talk with you again about some sports in Robertson County. Um, This is going to be a shorter episode. We'll recap a little bit of what happened in football season uh, last week in week three and and go to run through the games this week but i really want to focus on a girl's soccer um, and some of the things that are happening there so let's do it the six area teams went four and two last friday greenbrier hosted glencliff i was at that game and it was not pretty uh greenbrier dominated and uh just really destroyed glencliff uh, it, was, it was not even close glencliff i think had one first down the entire game um and the bobcats ended up winning that 53 to nothing as the first one of the season and also their first region win so a good night for them uh but not a pretty game at all um white house heritage played franklin simpson from kentucky they fell 27 to 7 uh white house again destroyed cheatham county 58 to nothing uh Rain and blackburn had another spectacular game um and they got their first region win as well. But Glencliff and Sheetham County, those teams are, are not are not going to be competitors this year. East Robertson played their first region game. They played Trousdale County at home. They got shut out twenty two to nothing. Taylor Gross still out with a shoulder injury. He could come back he could come back soon. Um, but as of now he's still out. Um, that's gonna be a big loss for them. Springfield went on the road to Northeast and got their first region win in, in the new five A. Uh, Springfield won 34-22. Devin Crenshaw worked with his legs and was very successful. So that's that's a good sight to see for Yellow Jackets fans to know that they will have a, a quarterback that can still do it both, run it and pass it. And Joe Burns annihilated Red Boiling Springs 52 to nothing, um, And that, again, is their first region win. And they only have two more on the schedule because, again, it is a four-team region there in 1A. And that is what happened last week. This week, we have very few region games. Uh, Wilson Central is on the road at Springfield. DCA is on the road at White House Heritage. That's Donaldson Christian Academy. They're a private school. Um, Portland's playing at White House, which is a, a great rivalry game. Um, and we'll have, we'll have people at all three of those games. So you should see a story in the paper for that one. Just stay tuned for that. East Robertson is at Cheatham County. That, that is a great opportunity for them to get their first win of the season. Um, East Robertson has, has not played very poorly, but they just haven't come out on top in any game. They've played really tough competition through three weeks of the season, so that should be a good one there. Joe Burns is playing at Houston County, and those two schools, they just they don't like each other. I, I, I've been to basketball games uh, with, with those schools. I've been to volleyball games with those schools. They, they, do, they do not like each other, plain and simple. Um, so that should be a fun one there in Houston County. And Greenbrier is the only team that is playing a district opponent or region opponent. And it is at Lawrence County, a game they have not played in a long time. they got to make the long haul down to Lawrence County um, and play a tough team there. So there it is. There's your, your week's, week four slate. And uh, that's, that's the way football is looking. We'll get more into it next week. But... I really wanted to focus on some other sports um, that we haven't really touched much on this so far in the podcast. And um, one of them is girls soccer. And if you don't know Molly Smith's name by now, you should. 
Um, she is a menace uh, for the Springfield Lady Jackets on the soccer field. She scored over a hundred goals in her career there, and it's something. It's something to be said that she scored over a hundred goals. Anytime anyone does that, that is to be noted. But the fact is, she's done it in just over two seasons. She's a senior this year, but she scored over forty her freshman year, broke the school record. And then she scored even more her sophomore year and broke the school record again. She took a year off to travel and and train with the boys team from the Tennessee Soccer Club. Um, and I've talked to her a little bit about that experience um, of, of playing with that that group of guys and the, and the physicality that, that they brought her. Um, but she's come back this year. And she's come back to play her final season of school ball with her friends at Springfield. Um, and she broke, she broke a hundred on last Thursday. So I wanted to bring you a little bit of my interview with Molly Smith. So here it is. You scored over a hundred points at a hundred goals at Springfield. You know, you've been here for a little over two seasons. You know, how, how does that feel? Is that like sinking like what that actually means? Yeah. I mean, it feels pretty good. A hundred is kind of a milestone, but I mean, I couldn't have done it without my teammates. Uh, every one of them. I'm so proud of them. Um, Honestly, it just comes out to the team and what a great effort they put in. So it's a milestone, but kind of more focused on what we have to do the rest of the season. Yeah, you talk about that. You know, what is it like being back with this team after a season away? You know, you come back and the competition is, is kind of up and down with who you play. You know, being back with this team, like what is what is the difference and how does it feel? Yeah, it's definitely a really special group of girls. Um, I couldn't ask for a better group of girls to play with. And I think that year I took off of development has really helped me and just come back and stepping back and then coming back. I think it's been a really good experience and I'm just really excited to be part of this group of girls because it's a really special group. You know, moving forward, it seems like everybody was super happy today. You know, on yeah. the field, there's a, there's a lot. Of, Coach talked about you guys are a very giggly group. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, uh, moving forward through the season, how can you keep this momentum up, keep this keep this joy going, keep this, you know, confidence up? Yeah, well, we definitely like to have fun, um, you know, just getting hyped in the locker room. and Just kind of, it's a good fun goofing off with each other, but also knowing when it's game time and when to get serious. But I definitely think we bring those that good en- energy onto the field, so... Um, I think we just got to stay positive. The wins definitely help. And uh, just kind of keep this positive energy. Keep it going. It's a fun group. Awesome. Thanks so much, Molly. Thank you. So that was Springfield, and they are, they are playing up a, dis- up, up a classification from last year. Um, they're playing in a, a different region. They're playing the Clarksville schools like the football team is. Um, and that's going to be a new thing for them. And Coach Turpin, I talked to her after the game as well, and she feels confident they can compete. But what that leaves in the district that they were in, it leaves four teams. It leaves White House, White House Heritage, Macon County, and Greenbrier. And Greenbrier has had a roller coaster of a season so far. They were quarantined to start the year. And as much as I would like to say COVID's over and we don't have to worry about it anymore, that's it's just not a thing. It's 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 still happening. And it's honestly seems to be happening more. And maybe that's a mental thing. Maybe maybe it is really happening more, but it seems like schools are getting canceled, games are getting canceled, and it is just all over the place. So these girls, they were quarantined to start the year and they dealt with COVID last season and they were quarantined for a little bit and they had players miss time. But several of them got it this year and they're having to bounce back from that. 
Then they go straight from having COVID to playing in a tournament in Gatlinburg and faring really well. Um, and by goal differential, they, they ended up winning that tournament. And they come back, and I watched them play Macon County in their region game, and they didn't seem to, to be clicking on all cylinders. But when you, when you have things like that happen, when you have time missed, when you have players sick, when you have teams that spend so, far, so long apart, um, it can really cause problems, you know, and, and I think it's a, it's a bigger problem that we're kind of dealing with as a society. There, there are definite, um, challenges that come with COVID in every facet of our lives from our physical health, but also to our mental health, um, to the way we feel and things like that. Um, so I wanted to talk to coach Sutton and, and kind of get, his feel for uh, what what the last month has been like because it has been a whirlwind. So here's that. You know, this season has been roller coaster. You guys missed the first few games due to quarantine. You go to Gatlinburg, you play well there, you come back. Um, you know, can you describe what the first month has been of this season like for you and your team? Uh, in a short term, miserable and psychotic. Um, started off the year with Portland and then we were dead for two weeks. Um, I think I'm now up to, we've had 24 girls on our team. I think eight of us have now had COVID um, and not just quarantined, but had COVID. So we're missing players. They're in and out. Um, and, you know, we took that two weeks off. We ended up playing four games and only practicing once. Um, the following week we had one practice. Ida came in and ruined our game. Uh, we practiced one time and played Heritage. So going into a district match in three weeks, we practiced three times, um, and then today, playing our second district match, we've only played. We've only practiced four times in the last four weeks, so um, it's just been difficult. I mean, our cohesion is not there. It's not where we need to. I feel like we're almost doing preseason stuff. Um, so from where we were at a few weeks ago to where we are now, we've taken two to three steps back easily. You know. The rest of the season, you guys have a really small district this year. Um, and, you know, you've played already most of the teams that you're going to play. Um, and what is your focus for the rest of the of the season? You still have, you know, a lot of games left on the schedule. You know, where, where's your head at? Where's your focus at? Try, is it just trying to build that cohesion with the group? Yeah, it's getting them back together. Um, uh, I'm not sure what happened when we went to Gatlinburg. We played great. Lost the last game. We had played three games in 24 hours. The team we played had only played one. We lost two to one. Um, but through goal differential, we ended up winning the tournament. And ever since then, though, it's like I don't know if we felt good and we thought we could just show up and not give our all at practice and push ourselves to be better. Um, we're just kind of showing up and playing soccer right now, but we're not trying to use our brains to get better at soccer. So um, right now it's kind of getting the girls back, kind of building their confidence. Uh, we come back tomorrow, we have a game, we have practice on Thursday, um, and then next week we don't have any district games, and so it's just slowly trying to get the girls back into a positive who they are. They've kind of forgotten that, it seems like, so um, it'll just be building them together as cohesion. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And that's going to wrap it up. We have a short, we had a short podcast episode this week. We'll have a, we'll have a longer one next week, more to do with football and also some volleyball. Um, and, and we'll get that going. Uh, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to check this out and listen to it. Um, 
For more information, you can always find all of our stories and all of our photos at MainStreetPreps.com under the Robertson section, or you can go on the Connection website and look under the Sports section. It's all going to be there. Um, It's going to be a lot of me, so uh, apologies for that. Um, But I'm very excited to bring it to you. This has been a great job, um, and I really appreciate you taking the time to to join me on this journey and and support me uh, as I try to support um, your teams. So thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. You've been listening to the Connection Sports Podcast, covering high school sports in Robertson County with your host, Joel Klinger.